the All Points Podcast would like to extend a sincere apology to you, the listener. Unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, this week's episode will only be 30 minutes. However, we have a substantive conversation that we think you'll enjoy. And now, on to the show. We're back to the All Points Podcast. We're here with Petty Murphy. Go ahead and say hello to the people listening right now. What's going on, people of the All Points Podcast? It's your one and only showstopper of entertainment, Mr. Petty Murphy himself, host of the Petty Murphy Project, which you can find on all types of platforms and everything else. And big oh, shout-outs hey, to the Final Four. We're not another podcast. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Shout-outs to the All Points Podcast and the Freshest Crew. We are having fun here, so uh, <laughs> let's get it. So speaking of the Petty Murphy Project, what you, you guys want to wanna explain with the Petty Murphy Project? is to people because my understanding it was a podcast but now it's become more of a whatever you feeling type music mixtape extravaganza well here's here's here the thing is and you know you and i talked about it um yeah. it is a podcast mm-hmm. um i just don't have to say anything when i don't want to so basically um it is a podcast. Um, there are episodes that I've done. I'm done. No, have spoke. You know, um, matter of fact, we are in season three. Just did episode thirty yesterday. I mean, what well, was not yesterday? It was Wednesday. We did episode thirty with the Wild It Out Wednesday, um, which you guys can check that out on many platforms and all um, everywhere else. And other uh, episodes are on demand. But um, what I've done is basically took the podcast. I basically listen to my no the people Mm -hmm. Um, this is what i do this for i do this for the people and um it just can't be just straight comedy or politics or whatever fucking thought is in my head you know and that's the thing i learned about this entertainment game why i'm able to promote what i do is comedy and music so i basically took both entities the same way that i do with the shows and said okay i'm gonna give the people some comedy one day, then we get the people some music. And pretty much, I'm helping my fellow artists because I don't give a damn what nobody says. Com- comics are artists. Mm-hmm. So I'm helping you know that artist, that entrepreneur, get their name out there. Excuse me. And to basically get their music out there. And it started with Nick Gibbs um, going, coming on to the Petty Murphy Project. It was the first musical guest to come, uh, one of the first musical guests to come on the Petty Murphy Project, uh, also with Cocaine Wayne, also coming on there. So we got, uh, got started playing the music. And when we were, I was going back to those earlier episodes of the season one, leading into season two, I started listening to the people more. It's like people want, yeah, they want to hear that real shit that you're speaking on. And I do speak some real shit. I get zero fucks about who gets likes it or don't but sometimes you know you got to step back a little bit you know and you got to look at the world out there what you're trying to promote you're basically trying to change the culture of the entertainment game so if you're just basically focusing on one part of it and ignoring the rest the message will not get out to the people it's basically it's a one-sided show so i have basically have now said all right i'm going to put more emphasis on 
showing the world the true art of entertainment. That's by taking submissions for comedy audio. That's by taking submissions for music tracks and letting people listen and vibe out because I look at it this way. We as entertainers have the power to change the world. So when someone's having that bad day and they just want to basically just chill, give the people what they want. So if I got to give them comedy to make them laugh, to forget about a bad day so they can go in tomorrow feeling good, I'm going to do that. If I got to you know, play music for so they can vibe to a song that they'll reminisce with them, I'm going to do that. My job is to entertain the people. And that's what I'm doing. I respect that. Word, I respect word. that. Mm-hmm. So are you making an OnlyFans then? <laughs> no, because why would I need to make an OnlyFans account when bitches can see my dick through Facebook? I mean, OnlyFans isn't just for porn. <laughs> I know it. I know it's not, but you know, seventy-five percent of your female friend on your friends list probably has one. So it's kind of like, what's the fucking point? Monkey right, see, well, monkey well, do. Well. I won't do it. The ladies I know are respectable. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anybody. Yeah, are you I, saying OnlyFans ladies, ladies are, aren't respectable? Because I respect them a whole lot. Most of the ladies <laughs> I know are respectable. So, you know, I'm not, not knocking the hustle, but I'm just saying I'm not going to follow that trend of monkey see, monkey do. I'd rather do this the old-fashioned way, and that's too hard work. Now, when you say monkey do, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I I do appreciate what you're doing by putting local artists on your show. Uh, any platform for local artists is a, is a good thing, uh, regardless of uh, who's listening to it and who's not listening to it. You're doing your part by getting out the music to the people, and I appreciate that. I respect that. I respect that. Exactly, and and the reason why is that is that people don't see it. You no, know, they want to know they're in another city where you have a local hip hop radio station that won't play really play local music. Mm-hmm. So you have, so, so, so yeah, it, it is hard for the artist. I understand that as a comedian, it's hard to basically push your name and your brand out there. So for me going through this climate, I'm still climbing at uh, year 12, going to year 13. I'm basically showing the artist this, there's different ways on how to get your music out there. And there's a different, and there's people that are genuinely willing to help you get your music out there. And I'm one of those people, and that's because you got to give back. People gave me the game. I'm giving that same game and that knowledge to others also, too, while exposing some truth so that way they can understand on how to basically build their brand and expand their brand and then to network it into their brand. This podcast basically has done nothing but numbers mm-hmm. for me. It's nothing but open up doors for me. And I'm glad that I basically had that journalistic background in college to basically go into the podcast to keep myself entertained throughout this podcast. Like I said, I was preparing myself to go uh, to New York City, do two shows in New York City, come back, get ready to do Most Hated which we're still doing Most Hated 3, was coming back to do Most Hated 3 in May of last year, but things kept pushing back. So honestly, to tell you the truth, as bad as coronavirus is and was last year, it did numbers for me because it allowed me to basically go into my creative mindset, knowing that the idea that was given to me by my uh, friend, Mr. Robert Allen Parker of Chop Body Radio, 
uh, in the FAMO Nation. Um, y'all check that out also, too. They're the ones who basically planted the idea in my head in 2019 mm-hmm. that they're going on their shows and everything else, too. People were listening worldwide. So basically, by them saying, you need to have your own, go ahead and have your own show, I tried doing it in 2019. Couldn't get everything ready because there's no scheduling. You know, you're working a nine to five and everything else too. And you work with other people too in the scheduling. So when everything got shut down, I knew in my back pocket, I had something. And lo and behold, the Petty Murphy Project, it came out August, I mean, not August, April 4th of last year. We're now in season three. So one year ago, I basically had to know find deep down to basically not keep myself depressed and that's one thing that i've noticed with the you know, recent boom of the local music scene the local comedy scene is basically we basically create still stay fresh to when that time comes we be ready because everybody knows that you know when you're going through you know what people have gone through across this country you can feel depressed so basically your mental health is going to be a test and trust me this podcast if it wasn't for this podcast i'd probably go stir crazy so i thank the good lord that i got this podcast to basically keep me level-headed while we're still going through this pandemic that's cool man i mean i, I didn't i didn't think of it that way i mean that is that is you know how it is you know you got to keep yourself keep yourself sane keep yourself occupied and and yeah, that, that I guess your outlets to podcast, which is really cool. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. A lot of people probably go into their individual hobbies right mm-hmm. now, or yeah, I mean, just right now or, or last year because of the fact that they can't really go out and do other things and other distractions and shit like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's sort of like forced focus, you yeah. know, like yes, yeah, like, like really, that's all it is. And I mean, if you treat it like like it's a chore then obviously you're probably not going to get anything done but if it's like yeah like i know this is something that i need to do and so now i have more of a motivation to do it bam there you go exactly and and that was that was pretty much my mindset i said this podcast is going to basically do what it it's going to do and it's going to open up those doors to where the artists and the comedians can come on you know, tell me where the show's going on. You know, what, you know, even small businesses have come to me to basically let me promote their business and everything else too. And it's helped out a lot. So there's a respect factor with that. And with people like, you know, you guys do music. I do comedy. We like going out. Hold on, hold on, sir. Oh, we do much more than just music. Hold on, I mean. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm going on the entertainer's tip because, yeah. you know, that's why I tell people I'm just more than a comedian. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm just more than a comedian. But on that on that level, you know, when you got something that's taken away from, you, you know, you become lost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that forced focus to basically focus on something to keep doing what you love to do. And that's basically entertain the people. So that's what pretty much made me you know really, really focused. But a lot of people really don't know that I know with this men- no mentality I'm on now is there's a book that basically changed my whole mentality. Uh, Kobe Bryant's Mamba Mentality book. Very damn great, good book. I recommend people go out and buy that book. Buy that book, read, 
read that book, understand the mind of pretty much a genius. I mean, I, I will go ahead and say it. Kobe Bryant was a brilliant mind. Mm-hmm. And when I read that book and I was reading those quotes and then I thought about that and, you know, what happened with him last year, him and his daughter and everything like that, too, I understood more. And don't get me wrong. I hated Kobe Bryant as a player. I really did. But I had to give a mad respect for what he done for the game. So somebody asked me, why you hate, why you, uh, no, you give Kobe respect, but you hate Tom Brady because Fuck Tom Brady, okay? It's Kobe it make, makes sense to me. At the end of the day. Fuck Tom Brady. At the end of the day. Well, the of the day. Okay, fuck him, okay? one thing you're going to take from this show. Fuck <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> F Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. Well, that's cool. But but, but you but you have to think about that. And, you know, like I said, man, what we have, what, nearly uh, half a million people almost dead from COVID-19. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you have to think about it, man. And you know, when everything got shut down, you gotta appreciate life more. Mm-hmm. You gotta de- definitely appreciate mo- life more. And especially when we're fighting with the, you know, we're fighting with this pandemic. We're still fighting this pandemic. We're still fighting racial issues and everything else too. People have to realize that, yo. <laughs> Yo, life as we know it does, <laughs> as we knew it last year, does not exist anymore. Sure, it does. All right. It does about? not exist. No, it does. It's perfectly moving forward for people. It's moving forward. It's moving forward, but you have to think about it, man. I do think, think about, about it. it. Look, you got to No, no, no. Hang on there. Hold on. Hang on there. Jonathan. I want to hear this point now. See, see, you like life as we know it does not exist anymore, but it actually does exist. Look at Florida. It's going, everything's going just as normal as it's always been. See, you just gotta you gotta change your mindset. You're thinking like a northern. Look at Florida. Right? Look, look, at look, at, Florida. look at how crazy and crazy Tom Brady was. Have you look ever at, seen him like that? Whenever after after he would win, at, he would drink a big glass Florida, of milk. Okay, fuck Florida. Nah, fuck Florida. Okay, nah. really, really fuck you're, Florida. You're thinking with a Kansas City attitude. All right, you're, no, you no, gotta no, get no, into no, some no. Tampa shit. Right? No, 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 Ooh, Ch- all right, still first, all right, all right. Nah, man. See, okay. Right, so, right. so, first so of all, thinking... Jonathan about to lose the hundred nigga points. All right, just for that shit. <laughs> you uh, about to lose. But my point is, points. my point that, that I want people to understand <laughs> is that when I say life as we knew it does not exist, it's because what were we doing before this pandemic? Having fun. True. Lying. Exactly. I'm we doing the same shit I was doing. Before the pandemic, I guess I'm just a boring person. Because <laughs> you just a home. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now think about it. Well, what happened when everything got shut down? Everything got shut down? When everything got shut down, how were people acting? Yes, they did. How were people acting? The same as they always been. Well, if we're if we're actually being like honest with the question here, like people were, you know, one, people were panicked. Yeah. But then also people were kind of coming together a little bit as a community ish because there was kind of like I that. I thought it was fear. every man for themselves. The way <laughs> nah, people steal there's there's a lot mean? of because like like shit I like, mean, like I say mean, why Tiger King became so popular is because it became kind of like a, a it was a pandemic thing, <laughs> you know, so then people were like getting things like that. So that there was a little bit of a coming together and whatnot. So yes. And you know what? 
that this country hasn't really been united since 9 11. Think about it. No. No. I guess. I don't know. Well, hold on. I mean, I mean, I I want to say yes to that, but I remember a specific Super Bowl when everybody was against the Patriots and, you know, we came together. We came together for that. So. Fuck Tom Brady, okay? Fuck Tom Tom Brady. Brady. I also remember when a chicken sandwich came out and everyone was. Together on I that. I also think when Harami. Oh, that was every away, man for themselves. <laughs> when Harami <laughs> passed away, we was all mutual agreement yeah. that Wait, who? it was wrong. Harambe? He said Harambe. Harambe? <laughs> I got blamed for that shit going to Cincinnati and a week later he got killed. 50 Cent was at the same show as that in Cincinnati a week before, so it doesn't matter. I believe it. But, well, gentlemen, but, hold on. I, I'm sorry to cut in, but but A2 has to make his exit. But, um, sir, it was, it was good seeing you. It yeah. was good seeing you too, looking like a little phantom of the opera with the two masks on. That's what's up. I only got one though. I mean, that's that's, that's the thing. I, ca- I can't tell, man. You got the white face on, man. I can't tell. What are you calling I mean, me, white? No, I'm not calling I'm you Sammy Sosa. Up. I'm right. not calling you Sammy Sosa. I have milk chocolate over here. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> okay. All right. Peace well, out, people. Thank, thanks, A2. Uh, All right, A2. Tell baby Yoda I said what's up. I will. <laughs> Because that, that must make me uh, the Mandalorian, right? Yes, allegedly. <laughs> you don't watch the show. <laughs> but but my point that I want to say is that, you know, I had to basic this part. Basically, I had to sit back and watch America itself. This is how the whole emphasis of what I'm getting ready to do started March the 10th. It's about to grow. It started November 17th. But what we saw is we saw white privilege versus black lives. <laughs> we saw that. And yeah. the funny thing and the funny thing about that during the whole thing after George Floyd died like the first couple of days is I had two white people come up to me. One came up to me and apologized for being white. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I got one last thing to say. And you know what? And it's just because you said that it reminded me. You know, there's a study that basically the only people who are like, you know, think negatively of their own race are like white liberals. Hmm. Like legit. Yes. So shit like yes, that. Yes, it's legit. So I think negatively of their own race? Yep. Shit. Niggas, yes. Niggas ain't shit. What you talking about? <laughs> yes. Yes. This white, this white guy came up to me and said, I apologize for being white. Now, never in the history of niggerdom has a white person ever come up to me and say they apologize for being white. Yeah, first time for everyone. But I had, but but I listened to what he said. He said, you know, I'm I'm able to drive around in my you know Mercedes Benz music blared in my rich neighborhood. You're not able to do that. And he said, I'm ashamed of being white on how they treat you. Wait, he pulled up on you in a Mercedes. No, 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 no. He was traveling, and I had just ran into my quick trip, and I was basically uh, wearing a most hated shirt, and I was uh, talking to him, uh, talking to a friend of mine about what's going on with this racial stuff too, because the human race matters. So we were sitting there talking, and he overheard, and that's when we got to talking. Mm-hmm. So a couple of days later, did either I'm one actually of those, doing? Did either one of these guys ask you for a cigarette? No. Okay. <laughs> right. I was just curious, but. I um I um a couple days later eating lunch went to that same quick trip 
And I was basically on a live video and I was sitting there talking about what was going on. And this white lady basically came up to me, started crying and say, I am so sorry for what, what we have done to you. I was like, it's okay. It's not your fault. Okay. Not your fault. And then I want to tell people, oh, this hate is not, you're not born to be, though, to hate anybody. You're not born to racist. You're taught that shit. And the problem with us, (laughs) I mean, that's, that's Hollywood. That's Hollywood's portrayal. No, Buck Nasty was born to hate people. (laughs) You need to start watching Chappelle's show. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? He's a great comedian. Shout out to Charlie Murphy. God rest his soul. But it it probably have a new perspective to me. It's like, you know, we got, I got white people apologizing to me for being white because I'm black? That's fucking awesome. It's like, that's fucking awesome. It's like, rever- it's like reverse roots. It's like, it's fucking awesome. It's like, I'm like, damn. But, but, but it made me more of a perspective. Here's my now daughter's number. The- I want you to call her tonight. <laughs> she said that. It's like, there you go. So I get the fuck Becky. Okay, thank you, Karen. But, uh, but it allowed me to basically sit back and it's like, whoa. I mean, there's a deeper root to what's going on. And so up until now, you know, basically the Penny Murphy Project, I used it. I used that podcast to basically say what's on my mind, especially since Facebook has thrown me in Club Zuck for 30 days. <laughs> and I basically have to watch what I say, but I found out some things about the, the uh, Facebook community standards, which I'm not going to say on this podcast. I will have to say that for March the 10th Thank at you. the Roxy and Shawnee Black Hierarchy live comedy album recording. $10 at the door. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 730. Yeah. Kansas City, right? That's correct. Right. That's cool. Hey, that's, man, you got a lot of things going on with that Petty Murphy project. But you know what we got going on here at the All Points Project? What you got going on over there? All right, we got this thing called the Big Black Sack. It's time to play the Big Black Sack. Right, we didn't mean to cut you off like that, but but we are running short on time, and we do okay. want to get into cut the off? the mm-hmm. Big Black Sack. So what we have when we have a guest on the show – Petty Murphy, we like to play the big black sack. In my hand, I got the big black sack. <laughs> and inside the big black sack is some questions. Now, we're going to pull out five questions from the big black sack, and you have to answer the questions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you don't like the question, you can ask, you can pass. If you don't like the question, we can pass. Well, there's more than five I, questions. I, I, I'll, I, I'll say I plead the fifth. <laughs> hey, hey, do what you got to do. Where's that from? One, two, I three, plead four, the fifth. 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 You gotta stop watching the Chappelle show. Alright, so I'm gonna pull out the first question in the big black sack. And that question is Everyone has their insecurities. What are two of yours? Um, two of my insecurities are lion ass hoes and um basically being disrespected for telling the truth. Mm. All right. Okay. Wait, what? So that's Wait. your insecurity. So you're calling yourself lying? You're call- no, I, I 
No, I'm I'm saying, you know, when I talk to people, you know, I tell keep it real with people. People want to say, oh, you're sensitive about things and all that. It's like, no, I'm not sensitive about things just because people have a different reaction to when things happen to them, whether it's good or bad. And when people say, oh, you're sensitive and all this other stuff, too, and that, 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 it pisses me the hell off. It hurts me. It's because I'm basically trying to educate you on something that is going on in my mind. And basically, I'm saying, hey, take a look at this because, you know, it's it's fucked up. And then you're basically dissing me. And I get a little insecure about that. you upset. And, yeah, it does bother me. So, yeah, those that's one of my two biggest insecurities. The other one is loving uh hoes yeah that's that's no yeah <laughs> okay all right hey, we'll, we'll take it we'll take it. <laughs> go, go ahead pick another question out of the big black sack <laughs> what's, what's, what's your biggest online screw up whatever that means my biggest online screw up would have to be fit the filming of part one of most hated uh, New World Order uh, for most hated three we did in July. Um, basically, not telling DJ KW3 to play local music and he played nothing but, oh. um, yeah, played nothing but uh, mainstream and it knocked us out of the online pay per view feed. So, my screw up lost me a lot of money. So, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Any any screw up online that costs you money is a is a pretty big one. I, I actually remember that because I was actually looking forward to watching it live, and then yeah. you did tell me that it got cut off. So yeah, that dang, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. I took the L on that one. All right, Jonathan. Hmm. Tell us a secret no one knows about you. I learned how to read when I was two. You what? You learned- I learned how to read. I learned how to read when I was two. Oh, don't lie. It's kind of a. Cool no, no, thing. no. This is a true story. That's kind this of is a true cool. story. Yeah. I can, I can. I was reading world encyclopedias. My aunt uh, would take me to the grocery store, and I would basically read off ingredients off the cereal boxes and shit. So yeah, at two years old. No, so you a baby genius is what you're saying. I am a baby genius. So I like to call myself a creative genius in that. My no, your genius is a little different. So yeah, that is my secret. I see, learned how to read novels too. Am I talking to Kanye West right now? I mean, yeah. no, <laughs> I'm light skinned. You're talking to Steve Jobs. You're talking to Walt Disney. You're talking to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So the next question in the big black sack. Tell us about the biggest beef you ever had with someone in this room. Really, no beef, right. no beef, right. none. I, I mean, I mean, me and Jonathan had our little moments, but you know, that was just you know, just a no test to see who's the lightest, no, who's the strongest, light skinned nigga in the room. That would be me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, other than, so other than that, no, there, there's no beef whatsoever with you guys. You know, it's much love. You know, we basically. You know, we all know each other. We basically seen each other come up. So there's no beef whatsoever. You guys have basically have grown into what you got into your purpose. And you guys have seen me growing into my purpose. And yeah. there's nothing but mad respect. Yeah, you've grown into your purpose after us. You know, you kissed the ring. I no, mean, no, 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 I no, mean, no, no, no. up. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, didn't have you know. his podcast until we got our podcast. Just, saying, just kiss the ring. I mean, 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 I
No, no, I remember I had the Petty Murphy project in my back pocket. I just basically didn't want to unleash into the world until uh you know. Yeah. Didn't want to unleash into the world. Right. Yeah. Respect, respect. All right. All right, uh this next question. You find the magic lamp, what are your three wishes? My three wishes. Um one, um, I'm a trillionaire. Um Two, I'm a minority owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. And three, I'm sleeping with Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey, who Aubrey, is that? I don't know who that is. Aubrey Drake? No, Aubrey. Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what is she on? She was Bad, on. Uh, what was that? Bad Grandpa? Uh, I'll have to. The, the, uh, yeah. uh, the uh, Parks and Recreation? Parks and Rec is where I know her from. Mm, the girl yeah. with the dead pan face? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wait, are we doing one more? That was five. That was, that was all five. That was yeah. all five. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's three of us. We do two each. All right, yeah, go ahead, Bring Jonathan. Bring this last one out on you. got you. last one. I don't know what it is. We're going to see. Let me see if I like it. Uh, No. I mean, I guess we could. It doesn't really matter. It'd be interesting. I know he's going to pick, though. Of the people in this room, who do you want to trade lives with? <laughs> I'm about to go A2 because he can just leave. No, no, no. It's <laughs> who's in this room right now. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna go. Have, have to go with Kyle. I'm gonna oh, have to go with Kyle. That's man. cute. Kyle's the boss. Well, Kyle's the boss. Hey, <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. You know, he, I mean, he's he's not wrong. That's probably the first truth he ever told. Uh, <laughs> you know, keep your opinions. All right, sure. Well, all right, that's well, he got to um, be the boss here because he sure came at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got a wife and kid, man. You know, hey, you no, know, you're living your life, man. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's up. Yeah. Well, she ain't Asian, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for you. Um, that, that was a big black sack. You, you survived a big black sack. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Hey, yeah. that's what's up. Petty Murphy, we, we we're about to close out the show. Do you want to give any shout outs or promote your thing? I know you got the I yes. Hate It Here tour coming up. Go ahead and talk yes. about that for a little bit. The I Hate It Here tour, uh, I'm coming to Shawnee. It was supposed to be uh, on the 17th, which was a couple days ago, but uh, my mother had a heart attack last week, and my mother's doing fine. So thank you for your thoughts and prayers to everyone who sent uh, those out last week. Um, So I'm basically praying for that. So um, March 10th, live at the Roxy is the start of the I Hate It tour. And March 10th has a significant day because on March 10th, 2018, Petty Murphy's family reunion sold out the Roxy. It, it was dope. And I had a very, they started a good relationship with Jim Kilroy, the Roxy. The Roxy is closing down at the end of March. Mm. So there's a lot of events coming up. So mm. um, they're moving to new, new location. So in that location is Shawnee, 13410 West 62nd Street, March 10th, 2021. I'm going to do the same thing I did three years ago, but this time, I'm going to sell it out and make sure that uh, the Roxy goes out with a bang with a hype event um, featuring uh, comedians Dancer G, Terry Richardson, and much more. Um, it's $10 at the door. Doors open up at 6. Show starts at 7.30. We got some other um, other shows coming up. March 19th at, in Topeka at the Elks Lounge, me, myself, and Danza G during the recording of Mechba, Make Kanye Black Again. That is my second <laughs> album I'm going to drop because the first album will be Black Hierarchy. I'll be get that done recorded March 10th, March 19th. Make Kanye black again. 
Um, and April 30th, we're going to St. Joe at Unplugged. Uh, my friend, Bavetti uh, Vegas from Omaha, and Dan G will also be featuring that show also, too. And I'm adding more cities to you know to the uh, tour. Um, Definitely, yeah, yeah. So next week, you guys will know more. But, of course, I'm coming to Wichita on – I'm wishing to come to Wichita on – May 14th through the 15th for crack, the reboot of Cracking Up, Wichita's first real raw um, uh, improv comedy game show. We're coming back at Lava March 14th, and we're going to finish the finale of Most Hated 3, which is now known as Most Hated Unfinished Business at Wave. Everything will be finalized by the end of next week, May 15th. We're going to end it where it all started with the Most Hated Bread. So... Definitely find me on the Petty Murphy Project on all platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Verbal, um, Google Podcast, Instagram. You can find me at Hollywood Petty Murphy or at the Petty Murphy Project. Follow me on uh, Facebook at Petty Murphy Com- uh, Comedy and like the Petty Murphy page at Facebook.com slash the Petty Murphy Project. Okay. I got a lot of work to do to basically change the game, yeah, and I, I'm about to do it all in 2021. Word. Well, hey, hey actually, I was up. curious before we head out. Do you aspire to be like Richard Pryor? I aspire to be myself, my man. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, I mean, of course, I watch Richard Pryor yeah. growing up. I listen to Richard Pryor, listen to Red Fox, listen to Eddie Murphy. And I've had people tell me, it's like, oh, I want to make you this, the next Richard Pryor, I want to make you the next Eddie Murphy, next Kevin Hart. It's like, no. Those guys are great on their own. Mm-hmm. That, they, 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 they're, they're, they're their own entity. I want to be the first Petty Murphy. Okay. I want to, I, I want to do this. Though. I want to do this on my own. I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the, the next when I can be the first. Word. Bullshit. I got one last question for you, man. What All do you right? say to the people that don't think you're funny? What do you tell them? Eat a dick and put some gravy on it. <laughs> Is that brown gravy or white gravy? <laughs> it don't matter. Eat a dick and put some gravy on it. You know, you can't judge a book by its cover unless you read it. So, hey, you, you don't put that on the shirt. Don't encourage Put that on the shirt. Don't encourage it because do it. We didn't talk about his shirt making business and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat a dick and put some gravy on it. But on the real though. On the real though, you know, if you don't think that I'm funny and you never see me perform, then you can never judge a book by its cover unless you read it. So bring your ass to a show. Find out for yourself. You know, you just can't go by the know the by the know what you see on the internet because what you see on the internet ain't nothing like it when you see it live. So that's what I have to say to those who don't think that I'm funny, eat a dick and put some gravy on it. I don't <laughs> care. All right. All right. And I with like that, that note, I like that. this is the All Points Podcast. You've been checked in with the freshest crew. Thank you, Petty Murphy, for finally getting on the show. Appreciate we it. bring You're you back welcome. sometime again. Uh, my name is Three Fingers. It's Midwest. This is Jonathan. And don't forget to like us all points podcast on all social medias facebook instagram i think we're on twitter too but uh go ahead and like the uh petty murphy project as well and find petty murphy on all social medias and with that note we are out of here